2: Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented as always by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But remember, make that $50 or more first-time deposit and you'll get a free CHGO membership that gets you access to all of our wonderful ad-free written content, our Discord channel, some free swag from the CHGO Locker, All that great stuff, jump on that deal, points bet, download the app, use the code CHGO, put 50 bucks in there and you've got all that stuff. You've got the hookup and make sure if you're watching us live on YouTube right now, you hit that like button, smash it as the kids say, that is very, very helpful when you do that for us. So if you're in here on the YouTube page, you see that thumbs up button, hit it, crush it, smash it, yeet it. Can you yeet it? Can Can you yeet a button? whatever it takes do it and can we
1: would greatly it? appreciate yeah, it yeah. <laughs> so we you are know, it's uh, not an official show until our our friend h- hits the patio takes there he is. his shirt he, off i, I honestly think he, he watches, is set he your watch, watch all day
2: he's he, looking in the window now i think he has become a fan
1: can you see through that window i don't know i see can, into I our can our see into our offices i hope like not the... cuz we're still all staring right at him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's he's all take
2: our shirts off and see what you think. Yeah. He's the, he's we'll make official, him more
1: comfortable. <laughs> he's the
0: official uh, mascot for our show. Never
2: well, fails. One day Never we're going to have to just set up a camera and uh, let everybody know. Maybe I'll wear like a GoPro on my head one day for the yeah, show, and I'll just turn see. and look at the bald smoking man.
1: There, I'll take a picture of it. <laughs> you can't see this guy. <laughs>
2: it's not zoomed in enough. You a, won't see his face. That's all right. We want to keep some anonymity
1: put that on around on We
0: need to check that with our legal department. You know what I'll do?
1: It. I'll put the little, uh, little emoji over go. his own face. Is there nice. a
0: smoking emoji? A guy with a cigarette in his I can,
1: mouth? I can, I'll All see right. what I can do. There's got to be. I'm pretty good with the old uh, Photoshop.
2: All right. That makes one of us. Um, <laughs> so here we are uh, 24 hours after the free agency period is open. A little bit more than that, actually. Um, and we already know Max Domi uh Andreas Anatheo is in the fold. Colin Blackwell is a name that was added after we got off the air yesterday.
1: As was uh, uh, Alex Stalock, I believe. And Alex Stalock, mm-hmm. I think
2: so too. Yes. Yeah. that so, after I don't know. I, the whole day runs together. Like free like free agency day and trade deadline day are just it's like one big blob of of things happening world and it's wins, very yeah. hard for me to place when is when. But I do think those two specifically happened after our show. So uh, we'll start there. Kyle Davidson met the media today at development camp. And really, nothing super surprising. What he said was, we're looking for guys that bring compete, some veteran presence after some of the moves we've made. Uh, He did confirm Alex Stalock would be the backup goalie. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I didn't get too much from Kyle today. And I think he was very careful to not just basically flat out say, yeah, we signed these guys and we're going to flip them at the deadline. Right. <laughs> it, it, he, can't, he,
1: can't, he can't say it. <laughs> he can't sit up there and be like, guys, we're tanking. What do you, what do you want me to say? You know, he's got to you know, sugarcoat it a little bit. He's got to pick and choose his words properly. Um, I think what was most telling was, I think one of the, one of the final questions was, uh, you know, what is, what is a successful season this year for the Blackhawks? What does it look like? And short of saying, well, if we get the first overall pick, that'll be successful. He basically was just like, you know, a lot of people had high expectations for us last year and we fell short. A lot of people may not have any expectations for us this year and we might exceed them. That's why you play the games. But he said it with a smirk on his face because... It's we all know what's going on here, right? Right. We all know what a successful season is. It's ending the year with the best odds to get the top overall pick and next June the black Kyle Davidson gets to walk up to the stage in Nashville, which I believe is official, unofficial where the draft is gonna be. He gets to go to up up on the stage and say the Blackhawks are proud to select well before that he has to say thank you to the great city of Nashville for hosting <laughs> for hosting the uh, the draft I had a lot of bourbon and I had a lot of ribs it was great and
0: congratulations to the Colorado Avalanche for your second <laughs>
1: straight and we select Connor Bedard anyway, that is what the success of the 2022-2023 season. season is going to be measured by
2: Maybe they'll visit the Memorial Brian Sutter, Tyler Arneson uh, plaque in Tootsies. There you go. From where, uh, from when Brian Sutter put him up against the wall on a road trip.
0: Yeah. Maybe we can convince Luke Richardson to uh, yell at somebody at Tootsies that weekend. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. I'm sure he'll have some candidates by then. Yeah. Guys he'd like to I bring bet. by the.
2: People I'd like to pin against the bar in Tootsies <laughs> by Luke Richardson.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, uh, we, and uh, we got, we've gotten comments on Twitter or whatnot. I, People are like, why can't they just say they're trying to lose? They don't. That's not how it works. It's no. Uh, their their acquisitions yesterday is all you need to know that they're they're trying to finish with a terrible record. Why can't a GM just be honest and say? Because that's just it's just that they don't, that doesn't work that way. You gotta have keep some sort of integrity in this. Um, so you sign guys that if you squint hard enough could be really good players, but you are hoping they are really good players for a couple months so you could trade them right and get more assets. Um, Kyle Davison wants to build this team through the draft. And the only way you could do that is with lots and lots of picks because we know the percentage assets. We know the percentage of guys you draft that actually make it is pretty small. So the more picks you have, the more chances you have of guys that can actually produce for you at the NHL level. So, um, you know, don't buy a Max Domi Jersey. Don't buy an an Andreas Anthony CU Jersey. They will not be here by St. Patrick's Day. When, right. or whenever the trade Spare, deadline yeah. is, they're
1: not going to be here for the full season. Spare your blood pressure for getting all up in arms over the Blackhawks bringing back Adam Clendenning and Dylan Secura. I, I said it on Twitter. I'll say it again. Blackhawks fans, keep your expectations low. If you get upset over signings like that, you are going to burn yourselves yeah. out before the season even starts. The path of a team that is trying to win now and a team that is rebuilding down the road are very different. Why didn't they bring back Strom? Why didn't they bring back Kubelik? You spent all this money on these bums for one year? Yes. Yes. That's what we did. That's what they are doing. For Connor Bernard. That's what they are doing. This year, we've said it a bunch of times, wins and losses will not matter. Well, losses will, but wins and losses will not matter because the goal is not this year. It is down the road. And, yeah,
0: and, uh, they're, and they're they're obviously very. They're trying to get the Ice Hogs to be really good too. Uh, that's yes. important to them. Invest. That's why secure,
2: uh, Dylan secure is back. And, and, that's and why Clan and Denny is and back. They they two need, other
0: guys they signed uh, Luke Phillip and Brent Sini. Yeah, those are AHL guys. Those are guys that guys are guys that will play in the NHL. They AHL. want. They want to be. The they want to be the Chicago Wolves at the AHL level. Now the Wolves are going to be, ooh, they're going for a rough one this year because everybody that was any good is, has gone someplace else. But they want to have that team that has a good mix of veterans and prospects, and they want a deep playoff run because that's super important. Plus, it, there's also some optics that go behind that because not every Black Hawk fan is going to be paying attention to the prospects and paying attention to what the Ice Hogs are doing on a game by game basis. But if they see in April, oh wow. The Rockford Icehogs are in the Calder Cup final. Man, this rebuild is heading in the right direction, not necessarily knowing that half that team is 30-year-old right. guys. But but the experience of playing through that is valuable. Yeah, but that also gets the fans excited when they see that the yeah. Icehogs are winning. They're mm-hmm. going to be like, hey, this means the Blackhawks are going to be good in right. two or three years when it may not necessarily be the
1: prospects doing all the good stuff. And, and part of the development plan, because I've seen people tweeting me, you know, the uh, Klandennian better not play over all these prospects. Two He's things, not. two things. One, there's a, a likelihood that some of those guys will be in the NHL at, at different points in the season. Those young players like an Alec Argula, Alex Vlasic, Isaac Phillips, like those guys, Ian Mitchell, those guys will be coming up and down from, from, from Rockford periodically. Some may come up and stay up. That might be the case. The other part of that is that you need like a player like Adam Clendening make the jokes you want I don't care. The player like Adam Clendening has been around the block many times. He's played a lot of professional hockey both at the NHL and AHL level. He's he's seen everything there there is to be seen at the AHL level and when you have a guy in his late 20s, early 30s in that role And you place him with a guy in his early 20s as he's getting his first or second season of professional hockey at the minor league levels. It's nice to have someone like that that can say, here's the ins and outs. Here's what you can expect. Do this. Don't do this. and And you can be successful. That is a major part of development. Rockford last year ended up having a lot of young players play a lot of significant minutes. And they made the they made the playoffs. That was great. What they want to do is the players who are there from last season, who are there again, put them with some players that can get you not squeaking into the playoffs, but firmly in the playoff picture so that those extra younger players who are still in Rockford, they can get playoff experience. They can get they, they can get into a culture of winning games That's and then it. can bring yes. that to the NHL level. You can't do that with a, with the third youngest roster in, in the AHL. You've got to have some guys who have been there, done that. That is the right. Clendenning move. That is the Dylan Secura move.
0: Co- covering the Ice Hogs the last three seasons, there are guys that the young players always talk about over the past couple of years. Uh, last year, it was Ryan Stanton. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, Ryan Stanton, blah, but, but no, uh, before that, it was Cody Franson was a huge influence on that locker room. Uh, Garrett Mitchell has been their captain the last two seasons. These are guys that are, like, pl-
1: perfect guy to be their captain. Yes,
0: and the, but these are guys that are extra coaches on the ice, on the bench. Adam Clendenning is going to be uh, take on that role, too. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I, I'm not looking for secure to do that type of thing, but he's a guy that's been through it, played in the NHL.
1: He's a guy that uh, makes your minor league team competitive.
0: Yeah, and that's what you want. And so... Getting a guy like Adam Clendenning to come back, and he's just a really good character guy too. He's a really yeah. good dude. He's done a lot of uh, good uh, charity stuff off the ice. He's I've heard some stories that he's been very good, you know, with the fans and kids and stuff like that. So it's another. It's he's a professional. Mm-hmm. There's another professional, good, high character professional that's going to show these kids how you do it. Because there's so much more to being a professional hockey player than just the 60 minutes you play every night. There's a lot that goes into it.
2: Yeah, I think, Mario, what you said in in the term culture, right? Like a winning culture matters. And, yeah, this team is going to take their lumps at the NHL level. But if young players are experiencing success in Rockford in winning games and then coming up with that mindset to the NHL, they get it. Like, we, all these prospects we talk to, and make sure you ch- check out tomorrow's podcast, we have interviews with Nolan Allen, Frank Nazar, Drew Camesso, and Ethan Del Mastro. They're really great, and they all talk about, look, a rebuild's cool for us because it's an opportunity maybe sooner than we'd expect. They get it. Mm-hmm. So I don't think, you know, them getting called up at some point in their career and taking some lumps in NHL and, and losing some tough games, some hard-fought games they lose maybe 3-2 or 3-1, whatever – those aren't going to be damaging like they would be you know if you were just to, if the organization in general was just losing and losing and losing and losing with no real light at the end of the tunnel i think already if you're if you talk to hawks fans who are looking at this whole situation from rockford to chicago through a clear lens you see the plan mm-hmm. and once again the qualifier yes they did not get enough for to it fine Move on from that, right? We At some point, we've got to move on from that. But you see what the plan is. And even if they don't, like I, our buddy Skoke said, his biggest fear is the Hawks get the number one pick and don't select Connor Bedard. He who shall not be named is gone. Something like that is not going to happen. He's not going to outsmart himself. But like, even if it's not Bedard, if it's Fantilli or Mitch Cover, whoever might emerge between now and the draft, you're probably going to have whoever that is Will be your best prospect, right? And probably your ticket to Pretty the likely. next generation mm-hmm. of, of good competitive Hawks teams. Mm-hmm. And if it is Bedard, that's that that accelerates everything.
1: That yeah, because he's probably playing right away. Greg talked a lot about he used the term in, when we were talking about the potential for a DeBrincat trade, DeBrincat trade. Um, you were making that trade looking to take time off of the rebuild. If things go the way that they should to start this rebuild and the Blackhawks get the opportunity to pick Connor Bedard, and they do, that in and of itself can take a year off the rebuild because you have a player who a lot of draft analysts, scouts, and 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 people in that world are saying would have been the top pick this year and probably would have been the top pick in most draft classes in recent years outside of Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid. So if you're getting a kid who's in that realm of Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid who immediately went into the NHL and could immediately play and immediately change a franchise, that is what you're looking for. That is what will accelerate the rebuild. The acceleration of the rebuild was not going to be Kirby Doc, Alex DeBrinquette, and... Dylan Strome, all hitting their ceilings. That wasn't going to accelerate it. What a Connor Bedard can do, and what some of these top picks getting into the into the system can do as they reach their ceilings.
0: If the Blackhawks win the draft lottery this spring, Kyle Davidson should just stand up and say, "We select Connor Bedard." <laughs> Arizona, goal. you're on the clock. Oh, yeah. be, we're done with it. Don't let me out by we're, at we're at the doing the lottery. Yeah, yeah. Connor Bedard, he's our guy. <laughs> Move next. Arizona, you're on the clock. Like, don't even wait. There's nothing. to There's no discussion. A uh, couple interesting questions from our chat. Uh, Nate asks legit question because I have no clue where they're at. Where do you think the Blackhawks prospect pool rank is at in relation to the rest of the league? Bottom third, middling, top third. Still in the bottom third. Yeah. The the whole the, it's. Bottom third, but trending up. For sure. I mean, you add three first round yeah. picks in one draft, you're going to start looking. So ask us again, maybe around World Juniors next year when we have a couple of months to see how these kids are progressing. And then we can check back in at the end of next season. Hopefully, by the time d- development camp rolls around 365 days from now, they're <laughs> maybe in that, m- they're out of the bottom third and they're in the lower half of the middle group there. And then, hey, yeah. you get that number one pick. And Connor Bedard is up the there, rankings, yep. and then you also have at least one more first-round pick in next year's draft already. I'm going to guess they probably have another one if they can. I would imagine we we, we have learned Kyle uh, Davidson uh, will doesn't will give up literally give you anything for your first-round pick. So, the, right now they're bottom third still. But yeah. they are trending in the right direction for the first time in a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah, I mean, before
2: last week, it was Lucas Reichel and Question Mark. Now you've got Korczynski, right. Nazar, uh, Renzel, uh, a couple nice l- later-round picks, too, that, that you know, uh, I think uh, Samuel Savoy looks like an NHL. Savoy, i got to get used to that. Savoy. uh looks like an NHL player based on one week of development camp, which we know <laughs> is very definitive. But it's just... Well, and two. We'll know better next cool. year when we see how all these draft picks... Do in their first year since being drafted.
1: Yes, and what is, a, what is a good indication that they have quality young players in their system is looking at which players are going to the, their respective countries for the World Junior Camps this summer. And now factoring in this year's draft class, between the U.S. and Canada, they have nine kids going to those camps, five in the U.S. and, and, and four in Canada. Uh, I believe Victor Sternborg is is going to play with Sweden. Um, so you have some of these top prospects. These are not top prospects, but you have some of the prospects in their system that are going to be playing on a big stage for their country at, at the junior level. And that is a, a good indicator of where those kids are already at in their development. And not every kid who plays on a world junior roster is going to be an NHL superstar. But it's a good indication of where those teams trying to win gold medals, see those players at right now. And it's a good launching pad to, to see where some of those players can go in their in their development. So it is it is encouraging. I know the Athletic does their rankings every year. The Blackhawks, I think two or three years ago, were like eighth. I think this year they started at like 25th. I think after the draft, they've gone up a little bit. But yeah, they're, they're still in the bottom half for sure.
2: Uh, we've got a comment in the chat from Michael saying... If 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 it's a lot of ifs, it's a major market. It's an original six team. How many years are they going to stink? Well, that's the idea. That's why you try to accelerate this, and they have tried the middling thing since the last Stanley Cup, bringing in veterans, bringing in free agents, trying to plug holes, trying to strain every last drop out of Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane,
1: sacrificing the future.
2: There's just no other way out of this right now. Right. They're not going to go sign Johnny Gaudreau and a bunch of free agents and try to do it again. It has not worked. They brought in a Hall of Fame goalie, a top 15 defenseman, uh, one of the better stay-at-home defensemen available on the free agent market last year, and they finished six, six worst record in the league. With all that, yes, they had a bad coaching. It just There's no other way out of this. You with have Kane to just tear and the band-aid Strom off. And, 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 and remember of again, if they get Bedard next year, okay, if it happens, and yes, of course it's an if, Fine, granted, but it's better than if we can sign all these free agents and if they all want to come here and if we can make the cap work. If board. Patrick Kane can score it's 100 all, points it's at always, age 40. Everything is an if in sports. Everything's an That's if. That's
0: why there's apps like PointsBet because there are no guarantees. But <laughs> if you get Connor Bedard and then you have $21
2: million coming off the salary cap next year with Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane gone, you could say, holy shit, we've got Connor Bedard Kevin Korczynski's made a huge jump. Lucas Reichel had a 50-point rookie season. Let's go get some free agents now. It could be next year. It truly could be next year that they decide to do what Steve Eiserman did yesterday and say, wait a minute, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden we've got a really damn good young core of players because Reichel made a jump, maybe a defenseman or two like Ian Mitchell makes a jump, right? Ian Mitchell, two years ago, fans had him, myself included, had him penciled in as the number two defenseman on the team. He hasn't developed that way, but he might.
1: He'll have a real good shot this year to develop. And what
2: if Nolan Allen steps up and becomes an NHL defenseman in a year or two? All of a sudden, it looks totally different. And when you half it, like Detroit did, that's why it took Detroit so long. Because they kept Zetterberg and Dotsuk so long. And they would sign some guys that would try to make him be a little
0: more presentable. And they had 50-point seasons over and over and over again. They went to... How many times did they do Daniel Alfredson or, or, right. or Mike Madano? Mike like, like, and it's all ugh. for
2: the it's all for the crowd pop, right? Like, oh, I know that name. Trying to, try and you to can,
0: keep that playoff streak alive. Yes. Like, where did it get him? It got yes. him no nowhere after. That's, n- 09. that's not
2: what Kyle Davidson's doing. Every move Kyle Davidson is making has an eye to the future, including Max Domi, including including Andreas Athanasiu. Those are guys that he says, look, they're both gonna get top six minutes. One of those two is gonna play with Patrick Kane, have a bounce back year. And at worst, they're flipped for a prospect, and it's another lottery ticket. Mm-hmm. It's all with eyes to the future. But if Bedard, if if they've got, and they have as good a chance as anybody at Bedard, and we're going to address the question of who is going to really threaten the Hawks for the number one overall pick, if they tr- if they ha- if they get him, they could start signing people next year.
0: It could yeah. Maybe the well, only way like, sure.
2: is free agent class is pretty darn good. There's no yeah like, but there's no pressure. But there, there's no indication. Aside from, I, I've yet to hear anyone who's been against what Kyle Davidson is doing present a better alternative, right? Because whatever you're going to say, they've tried it and it hasn't worked. Right. Yeah, shirt's coming. Yeah, on the and, and they're
1: not <laughs> bothered. Yeah, and Maybe,
2: you need a cigarette, and join our, s- our neighbor. <laughs> I see the viewership just <laughs> dropping as my shirt
1: unbuttons.
0: Sorry, everybody. actually we're up over a hundred. <laughs> Take down another button. There you go. No, nobody <laughs> wants that. Yeah,
1: I mean there there is there is some some. Some rhyme or reason to this being quick if things uh do pan out I, yeah ifs 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 I, and but at that at this point right now the ifs are all we have because if if you're putting stock into into this team to be anything other than in the lottery at the end of the season you're 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 putting a lot of time and energy that is going to be wasted into those into those hopes and aspirations the ifs are after this season. The ifs are if you get a good if Max Domi and Andre Andreas see you get you back some some future assets which they probably will. Um what do they pan out to be? If you're in the running for for a Connor Bedard, if you're, you know, if if you're getting uh, a major value to trade Patrick Kane if you if you end up doing that. Those are all the ifs, but if they pan out it's going to be quick and when Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane and Seth Jones at the end of last season were saying, oh, this might not be, too, you know, this, this rebuild doesn't have to be too long. They were thinking, as Sidney Crosby, the GM, well, if we keep Kubelik and Strom and Kirby and DeBrinke we keep all those guys around, we go out to free. They were doing the previous regime's mindset in their own heads. Speaking of ifs, by the way. Well, if Kirby Doc develops, and if Kubelik gets
2: back to his goal scoring form, and if Dylan Strome takes a step, if 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 those are all ifs too, right? Yeah, those and, are, but you already that got, got a, You already have a body of evidence saying that's not going to happen. Right. Those are right.
0: ifs that are slightly, probably less likely to happen than if we get the first overall pick. Yeah, we've got a right. better shot at getting the number one overall pick next year right now than we do of Kirby yeah. Doc and Dylan Strome finally hitting being worthy of the number three. Having, overall having
1: bounced back years from both, from all yeah. three of Kubelik, Doc and Strom at the same time, yeah, in, right now in the same way yeah. or in this, in the, in the way that brings the Blackhawks back to contention.
0: We have much better odds would, to get counter Bernard yes. right now than that happening.
1: I want to say
2: too, and I, I don't know if I got to this during the, our, our uh, draft show, but you guys know, I, I I've been hopeful on doc. I I've said towards yeah, the end of the year, I feel like I'm the last guy that believes in him. The fact that the Hawks traded him tells me that I was probably wrong to have that faith. For them to be in the situation they're in, to look at a 20-year-old third overall pick and be like, yeah, no, we're ready to move on from that. That tells you something. It tells you that they know something that we don't about him. And and look, seems like a great kid. I hope the best for him. I hope he has great success in Montreal, right? And we look back at that one and say, well, you know, that was a miscalculation by Davidson. But the fact that the team in the state it's in right now looked at that kid and said, no, let's get him out of here. Let's trade him. I, that tells me that they have no faith that he was ever going to figure things out.
1: Well, it makes me wonder, you know, Kyle Davidson and the, the previous front off, heads of front office, uh, we've, we've learned that maybe they weren't always on the same page. And I think it's becoming clearer as time goes on and as Davidson has control over the team what pages they were? What different pages that, that they were on? And it seems like doc at number three was another one of those pages that they probably were on 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 different ends of. So yeah, it's 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 an, an indication moving doc and and, and getting a, a top fifteen pick and an extra pick on top of it that Davidson and 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 his his front office feel better at the chance of those two assets turning out into be to to be something that better that doc could have been
2: yeah we're a little late on our ad reads but real quick before i tell you about um points bet nerfin in the chat says a better coach with last year's team is more than likely a wild card team in a first round exit even if that's true and that roster maximize itself maybe they hire luke richardson a year a year earlier and they get the most out of their players even in that space right if let's imagine that parallel universe, how is that team going to ever get to the next level it's just gonna be the same thing the year Penguins. after they're the Pittsburgh Penguins where wow look at they're competitive every year. Four consecutive first round outs for the Penguins, and guess what? They just signed up for four more. Exactly by extending Evgeny Malkin and and extending uh, uh, Chris Latang, and saying we're going to get the band back together and we're going to play the same damn song we've been playing since our last Stanley Cup. Enjoy, and they'll enjoy be good
0: six extra games a year.
2: Yeah, they'll be good and they'll be fun and like maybe just maybe they catch lightning in a bottle and, and have a first round upset, but they're not going to win a Stanley Cup. If they're the just bl- not.
1: If the Blackhawks had been a wild card team last year, your first round matchup would have been Calgary or or Colorado, I believe, right? Those because it was Calgary, Dallas was the right. wild card, yeah. mm-hmm. and Colorado, Nashville. Pick your poison. How do you want to get? How do you want to get bounced? Five games, four right. games,
0: and then the the, the 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 to add on to that, then it'd been like, well, we got back to the playoffs. We're heading in the right direction. Let's keep everybody. And there. you pick seventeenth, right? And then you go this year and maybe you're a wild card team again. You lose in the first run again. You pick 18th again. This is the perfect time to just say, screw it. My old Here pal Dan go.
2: Bernstein at the score used to call it, he would call it basketball hell. Yeah, NHL hell. Lo- like the Bulls are a really good example. Yeah. Now, now you see them starting to turn up. But for years it was just like, eh, let's try to compete for one of the last playoff spots and bring in some names and – People will cheer and the arena will be full and we'll just be this for the rest of it. That was the
0: Blackhawks of the eighties and first half yes. of the nineties. Yes. Bill Wirtz just wanted to get that first round playoff gate. That's yep.
2: all he cared about. I've got Ronick I've got Chelios, I've got Gary Souter. I'm not gonna do anything to help those three guys yep. take the next step.
0: And what happened? Every year they got and in Bell the playoffs. Ford, and they you know, they had a couple of nice runs. There was a, you know, of course there was the run of the cup final in in ninety two. They had a couple conference final they made it to the conference final in ninety-five, but they were just satisfied of just getting there. They were just satisfied of getting there. And that's. I'm not satisfied with just making the playoffs. Make the playoffs and do something. Let's just say
2: this, right? Let's say in five years, the Hawks are cup contenders again. And maybe in the next 10 years, they win one. Won't the next two or three years of pain be worth that? Yeah. yeah. Because the way it's been, it was going before this summer. There's just, again, there's just no way out of mediocrity. Even if the, like, let's just, let's play pretend and the Hawks somehow find money for Johnny Gaudreau and don't make any changes after next, after last season, right? And they just add Johnny Gaudreau, which is financially impossible, but still, even that, okay, they're probably a playoff team. They're not a cup contender, but there's, they're cap screwed and there's just, again, no path out of it. It's just, mm-hmm. it, it sucks and it hurts and it sucks to lose Alex to Brinkett and it sucks that they're going to lose a bunch of games for the next two or three years. But again, the light is at the end of the tunnel, and I'll challenge you guys, if you were Hawks fans in 06, 07, 08, and you saw Duncan Keith and Seabrook develop, and Tuomo Ruto, who we all thought was going to be part of things, but then you get Taves at three, then you get Kane at one, and oh, all of a sudden, like, wow, the Hawks just came out of nowhere. No, they didn't. They absolutely did not come out of nowhere. Those two picks... Came out and they won those two picks because they were so bad. They both hit. They were both Hall of Famers, and boom, the rest is history. But they, without those years of struggles, they would not have had Kane and Taves they, and still no Cups. Yeah,
0: they didn't get K- Taves at number three and Kane at number one overall because they were playing competitive hockey those two seasons. Right. They got them because they were awful. So here we are again. Time to be awful, to get good again. It's one thing to be awful with, like, hey, we're just going to be awful because we're cheap and we don't care about winning. But if you're awful while the plan is to get good again, then you you accept the the awfulness for a couple of seasons.
2: All right, you know what's not not awful? Points bet. And if you enjoy CHGO, one way to help us continue to grow is to download that app and use the code CHGO when you sign up. Do that now, and you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. And with a $50 or more first-time deposit, you're also going to get that free CHGO membership, access to our ad-free web content, access to our Discord, and, of course, the dope merch from the CHGO locker. If you have any questions about any of this, email pointsbet at allchgo.com. we will help you out. By the way, those new CHGO shirts are in. There's the sell-side bias the Hey Chicago, what do you say? And the CHGO Skyline shirts. They look awesome. We got nice the Cubs stuff. one and the Skyline one. I wore mine yesterday. They're fantastic. Make sure you jump on there and get them uh, all chgo.com to order. But back to points bet, you can actually download the app right now and register from start to finish all from your phone. You'll be signing up with the fastest sports book, easier than ever. So you can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700.
1: And we are also brought to you by Athletic Greens. Uh, they are proud of their AG1 product, and it is formulated to improve your gut health, optimize your immune system, and give you more natural energy. With just one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, Whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. And if you have different dietary restrictions or different uh, different choices with uh, what you intake, whether it's gluten free, dairy free, keto, vegan, paleo, whatever it is, with AG1 you're good to go. It's easy to incorporate into your life no matter how busy you might be. Just a small once-a-day habit with big benefits. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just a scoop of AG1 in a cup of water every day. That's all you need. No no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash chgo blackhawks. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash chgo blackhawks to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, did a
2: little bit of intel uh, this morning on Max Domi. Um, it is a guy who is extremely well traveled. Uh, he's been on the Hawks for what his fifth team, I believe, Montreal, Arizona, Arizona. Montreal. Columbus, Columbus, Carolina, Carolina Chicago, Chicago, right. So reached out to um, some friends I have in those markets and uh, consensus is good quote, good with the media, a bit of a me guy in the locker room um, and not a huge surprise, right? That a guy who's that well-traveled with that kind of ability, he's not a superstar, but he's a good player, a good player um, that brings a little more than just scoring to his game has, has made the rounds Another thing I'm told is that Ty Domi can be a bit of a pain in the ass to the coaches and to the uh, management about playing time for Max and those sort of things, which is so funny. Because if you remember years ago, the reason Ty Domi spent a night in prison Luke was because of a high slash on Luke Richardson's head. So those two have quite a history. So I wonder if Ty is going to have the balls to call up Luke Richardson and be like, hey, you're not playing my son enough. What are you doing? I don't know if that will be a problem with the Hawks this year because Max Domi is going to play. He'll be on the power play. He'll be on Uh, the top six. Not an issue. The other thing is, too, I think for Athenasiou and Domi, both those guys are using the Hawks as the Hawks are using them. Yeah. They know.
1: It's it's mutual benefit. You you can have a, a career revitalization here. One of you or both of you at different times will have the opportunity to play with Patrick Kane and, and potentially put up some pretty uh, nice offensive numbers. And once February, March rolls around, we might be shipping you off to have a, have a run at a, at a Stanley Cup. That'd be great. Back to Carolina, and, you go. <laughs> <laughs> and that would help us because the better you do, the better the higher price play, uh, teams are going to pay to get you to their contending teams. I don't
0: think Max Domi would be surprised in the least to get a phone call one early March morning saying, hey, pack your bags, you're now a New York Ranger.
2: You're now on your sixth (laughs) team in the NHL. Congratulations.
0: Both these teams. I, for one, even in 2022, would pay, I would buy a ticket to see Luke Richardson and Ty Domi throw punches at each other. Yes. Even today, I kind of want that to happen now. (laughs) I want him to call him, like, during the middle of, like, a more after a morning skate and just right there in the media room, just start chucking. Right. Well, but
2: another thing we should point out too, though, is it could not have been that big of an issue with Luke Richardson as the head coach. Now he coached Ty Domi in Montreal. And if it was that big, sorry, Max Domi in Montreal. And if it was that big of a problem, I'm sure Luke would have said, no, "No, find somebody else. I I
0: guarantee you, Luke. And and it was something Kyle Davidson spoke today. I kind of wanted to, to throw that question out there, but it was just too much, and I didn't get a chance to add, but I wanted to ask, and maybe we'll get a chance with, with Kyle hopefully joining us in studio one of these days. How much input did Luke Richardson have in that? Was it Luke Richardson going to Kyle Davis and saying, hey, it's my kind of my kind of player. Yeah. I loved to play. He had his best numbers as a pro in Montreal, so maybe there's something to that. Um, but yeah, you're hoping Max Domi does good enough to get you a nice prospect or pick in return, but you don't want him to do too good to where you're, he's winning you games. Well, Man, that, I'm not worried about
2: that. <laughs> well, I appreciate the two of you talking me off the ledge this morning. Yeah, we, there were a couple uh. of, there
0: was somebody commented earlier who are the competition and, and uh, before, while we were waiting for our, our interviews today with Ethan Del Mastro and, um, Nolan Allen, which you can listen to tomorrow's podcast. Um, Jay was like, are they too good now? And I was like, dude, are you kidding me? Like no, they're they're way worse than they were last year.
2: Well, I have to tell you, uh I didn't tell you guys this yet, but it's because I Played a game of NHL 22 last night with with the new Blackhawks and I just kicked the shit out of the Red Wings. Take it off a rookie, and, uh, mat, dude. Co- Colin Blackwell goes end to end and pops the bottle. I'm like, uh oh, the Hawks are too good.
1: <laughs> Blow <laughs> it up again. I'm so glad that that is the reason.
2: <laughs> Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just too You're good. Just at a 22. NHL 22 player. <laughs> what well, Listen, this I is promise.
1: this this is the same Jay Zawoski that won the Stanley Cup last year with the Blackhawks. That's all right, right, Sam Lafferty hoisting the cup. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so a good it's thing. No they didn't, it's no wonder.
0: Now, had they hired you instead of Luke Richardson, I might be worried that they're too good for the number <laughs> one pick. But. Well, I, know, I know
2: you guys are chomping at the bit now to know my NHL 22 lines with the currently assembled Blackhawks, so I'll give them to you. Without further ado, okay? Now
1: we have a, a good, uh, uh, not a good, a better <laughs> idea of what this roster might actually look like next season.
2: I had a fantasy with Taves and Kane. Solid. I had light Reichel centering Max Domi and Philip Kurashev. Uh-huh. Tyler Johnson centering uh, Colin Blackwell and Taylor Radish, mm-hmm. and Sam Lafferty centering uh, Mackenzie Antwistle and Boris Kachuk.
1: That sounds about right.
2: Yeah. That's
0: man. a 13 win team right there. That <laughs> sounds about right. And we had Michael,
2: uh, Alex Stalock, and Peter a oh, 12 win team. <laughs> 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 <Sure>. <laughs> My D pairings were Vlasic and Jones, uh-huh. McCabe and Murphy, and uh-huh. uh, Caleb Jones and Ian Mitchell.
0: Eleven win team. So there you go. <laughs>
1: We're just going so down. down. Yeah, they are not.
0: They are not too good to avoid. That it. is oh, that, that is warfare.
1: pretty, pretty much what you can uh, what you can expect to see this season. I'm sure the team will give Riley Stillman a lot of ice time. Yeah. Uh, at times in the, in the year. Yeah. I just. Mm. Well,
0: somebody asked mm-hmm. who are the other teams that that are going to be up there. We actually t- talked a little bit about that too. Montreal is not going to be that bad this year. You think they're they not going to be number one overall. You got to remember, Montreal was coming off a run to the Stanley cup final and went to number one overall. Yeah. So yeah, there, there could be one of those teams that comes out of nowhere and just bottoms out and everything mm-hmm. goes wrong that we're not mentioning. But Ottawa? Montreal won't be that bad. Ottawa, man, I don't know. <laughs> Ottawa, <laughs> no,
1: I, 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 on, on, I believe in Ottawa's roster to not be not number uh, one in the top five. Bad, but yeah. They could
0: definitely be back at number seven again. They, they've got 21, 22 Blackhawks written all over that Potentially, one. yeah. Um, look, Who was number two this year? New Jersey? New Jersey. They're not going no. to be that bad this year. They were only that bad because they had a few injuries. Well, and
1: they jumped into the top three, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. So they they jumped some spots to but get into But they're not going to be two. that bad. Arizona is they a team. They signed Andre Pilat by the way. Right. That was their big move. Well, they
0: got Pallott. They, they dra- so they decided that drafting Simone Nimitz and signing Andre Pilat was more valuable to them than trading for Alex Abrinkit, and they might be right. Yep. Uh, well, they, I,
2: everyone thought that's where Gaudreau was going, and I think the right. Devils thought that too. And they're like, oh, well,
0: Andre Pallott. Yeah. yeah. Well, but we got this Gaudreau money. This check says Johnny Gaudreau, <laughs> but we could scratch it out and put Andre Pallott on it. Um, Arizona is definitely a team that's going to compete with the Hawks.
1: Yeah. So when we
0: go out to Arizona and we play in front of their 18 fans in their <laughs> tiny rink, lose. Yeah. And they lost to them, the them last year. They yeah. lost them last <laughs> year. They lost them last year. Did yeah. they lose all three games to them or two of the three?
1: They played four times, oh, I believe. That's right. They're in I our believe. division now. I think they Son play, of a – Did they play only four times last year? I think yeah, that's right, yeah. And I think they were like, oh, oh – Two Oof. and two, or oh, yeah. they w- couldn't one beat the Coyotes last and year with one Alex and one Durinket. So yeah.
0: let's not. Yeah, um, yeah. Arizona is going to be better. Do they have a goalie, Arizona? Yes. Uh They got that yeah. Ludwig person. <laughs> 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 oh, he's on the Blackhawks. Do they, right, they can. Um, make a
1: form Oh yeah, oh, he's that's actually right. kind of good. Yep, he's, yep, the, yep. he's the he's the lone Bla- goalie on their roster. Oh, well, he right beat now. the
0: Blackhawks twice last year. So oh, there you he go. He must be great. He's he's <laughs> he's league average. Yeah, uh, Seattle. Seattle will be better. Should be better. You would think they made a couple moves. Yeah. They're going to have Mandy Berniers and probably Shane Wright, and they, they got Andre Burakovsky. Burakovsky. They'll be improved.
1: Yeah, race to the bottom is is Chicago and 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 yeah. Phoenix. and this and there'll
0: probably be another team that bottoms out that that, that you don't expect. Tampa. You know,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you think? Flyers Cooley
2: could be terrible play for uh,
1: for the Cooley's, Coyotes this year. Logan Cooley's going to college. Oh yeah, he committed. That's yeah. right. He's going to college. I think okay. Minnesota. Boy, um, they
2: are real bad. Arizona. Oh yeah, they they're are. gonna be. They're trash. gonna be
0: the team that that. Yes, they are. But here's the thing, and I'm not the person. I'm not putting on a tinfoil hat. I'm not a conspiracy guy. Nah, do it. But I'll do it. You're Gary Bettman. And you're sitting there and you're going, okay, Connor Bedard, it's down to the Blackhawks or the Coyotes. Where do I want Connor Bedard to play hockey? Where does the NHL want Connor Bedard to play hockey? At the United Center in front of 21,000 people or in front of 150 frat boys at Arizona State? <laughs> Or, but see, that's what I'm thinking using a logical person's brains. But Gary Bettman could be thinking it's got to be Arizona. Then that might actually work. They might actually oh work God. in the desert if we get Connor Bedard oh out there. But yeah, you know Connor Bedard playing that in Chicago. Now you say it out loud. No offense to our, our, our PHNX no, crew. No, no, we love them. We can't it's wait to hang fall. out with those guys. But. Sorry, it's better for the National Hockey League if Conor Bedard is playing in Chicago than in Phoenix.
2: Let's just take a look at some of the first round, first overall picks over the last few years. Sidney Crosby magically fell to the Penguins. Right, right when they were going to sell the team. Right, Patrick Kane went to the Blackhawks. Whoops.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Montreal got the number one pick this year. Oops. When the draft
1: is in Montreal. Yeah. Weird. (laughs) Yeah, it's just uh, weird. Uh, Yeah. Things happen. Things have a way of working out. Edmonton got their generational talent, and then Toronto got their generational Mm, talent. Weird.
0: Edmonton got the number one pick eight times <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> eight out of ten years So yeah. it's always got a funny way I'm not saying there's any kind of shenanigans but if there are to be, please let's shenanigan the hell out of this and get counter Berdard here in Chicago if
1: they want to fix the draft, fine, fix I don't it. care yeah, we're down. fix the hell out of it fix it, <laughs> fix, it yes. fix it, fix it, bring get it on get them frozen
0: <laughs> balls in our favor oh, that's, wait, that's exactly
1: that. right, back to
2: your old manscaped reads <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Nate's, Nate's asks a good question. Back kind of back to the prospects. Any of the Blackhawks' first or second rounders from this past
1: draft playing college hockey? Uh, not they, just that, but
2: uh, Nazar is playing. Nazar in is going
1: to Michigan. Rinzell this season is going to be in the USHL. The next season after that is going to Minnesota. Um, Drew, Drew Boston, Camesso North is RC. at Boston. Um, You've got Slagert and Slager Rolston and, and Ryder Rolsen are at Notre Dame. Uh, Wyatt Kaiser. Is someone that I think you should definitely pay attention to yeah. a, a, on the blue line in the, in the prospect system. He is at Minnesota Duluth.
0: Along with Connor Kelly, another prospect.
1: Connor Kelly transferred. Okay. But, yes, he's also playing in college. I it, It's escaping me where he transferred to. Uh, also, Dominic Bassey uh, is the other college goaltender in the system. He is at St. Cloud State. Connor Kelly. Providence. Providence. There you go. So, yeah, there's, so there's there's definitely some 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 guys to to pay attention to, in the in the college ranks, and some that are going to be playing at some high profile uh, colleges that could be uh, you know in in the the, yep. the Frozen Four tournament. And I assure you, uh, when
2: Notre Dame and Michigan get together, we will be there. That would be fun. We're gonna go to a uh, game. Like to definitely. I would love to talk to them about setting up somewhere, doing a podcast from the Compton Ice Arena talking to Slack or talking maybe, to Lawson maybe we get a maybe Azar. get a party
0: bus we have a CHGO outing to that game that would be CHGO awesome. Blackhawks yeah. fan outing get a party bus drive us to South Bend maybe we to Chicago's go like big a,
2: 10 team and then like a Notre college Dame. football <laughs> weekend too and just make a
0: weekend of it well they usually when they usually they do play two game sets so they'll play Friday and yeah they'll play, yeah, Friday they'll, they'll play a Friday play Saturday back to that yeah. night. so if we're there done we'll, and right. I know. Th- I will
2: force myself to attend a Notre Dame football game <laughs> for the good of the company, and and a hockey game too. Yes, that too, that too. I'll, I'll go the back. Compton Ice to- Arena, man.
0: Woo! It's,
2: it's a nice place. Sweet
1: in there. I I have not seen a, a Notre Dame hockey game in in many moons, but uh, it's in in twelve, no, eighteen years. No kidding. Yeah,
2: long time. Uh, oddly it. enough, this will be my first, uh, if we go, when we go, will be my first Notre Dame hockey game. There you go. I've only been it's there for prospects camp.
1: It's, uh, it, it is a good time from what I remember when I was there, when I was, uh, 13 years old, 14 years old. Yeah. Um, a little bit of a comment here. Uh,
2: I guess there's something going on with our comment section so if you're commenting, we're not seeing them on our end. So we're not ignoring you. We're just having some technical issues Apologies. with uh, YouTube. So we'll be we'll get it back. But it's just uh, that's the situation right now. We're basically at the end of the show anyway.
1: Um, I know they don't have any any uh, Blackhawks prospects, but uh, when 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 Notre Dame and or Michigan. Uh, play in Madison, we should also make uh, make a trip up to Madison just for the fun of it because Madison's a great town. Any, yeah. any yeah. excuse to go to Madison, I will I will take that. All right. We're gonna, uh, gonna be we're gonna be
0: the CHGO college hockey podcast this fall. College <laughs> Road Show with the CHGO
2: man. Let's go. Let's, Let's do, do it. it, do it. Go I'm going to buy Minnesota myself a, for a game. I'm gonna get myself
1: a, a Notre Dame uh, hockey jersey.
2: I got Pretty one. Good. You got a name on it?
1: No, but it's my uh my cousin's number back when he played in 2002 nice. with the old uh, CCHA uh, patch on it, which according to the, the Blackhawks <laughs> press release, I, I, I don't mean to make fun of him, but according to the Blackhawks uh, camp roster, uh, Notre Dame still in the CCHA. For those who don't know, that is a defunct college conference. They are in the big 10. Yes.
2: They're in a WCW. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah.
1: Right. yeah. yeah. Um, man, it's
2: crazy. Uh right. It's, it's going to be a fun little, uh, Road to you know the Blackhawks contending again, but there's going to be so many opportunities for us to make trips like that, not just to college hockey games, but go see the Steel when some of the USHL guys come into town. And I've been touting them for months. Go see a Steel game anyway.
1: Even for yeah. fun. They man. got a, cu- they it's, got it's a couple awesome. of young
0: kids. Uh, I was chatting with uh, our guy Dan Vatch of the Steel. He was at Prospect Camps. They got a couple of young kids that are going to be uh, first-round picks in the 2024 draft coming in this year. Uh, potentially even a top five pick. So if you're like, man, I wish I had seen Owen Power when he was with the Steel, or I wish I had seen Owen Adam. <laughs> or
1: Or I wish <laughs> I would seen that. Adam
0: Fentelli when he was with the Steel. Well, go see the Steel this year, and then you're going to be like, hey,
1: see I guys. saw that
0: guy before, you know, they're, they're good. We'll, we'll probably make a trip out, the, at least one trip out to Rockford, this year, hopefully gas prices plummet by between now and October before we uh, yeah. do all these trips, but it'll be fun.
1: Might be carpooling. The,
0: the next couple of years, yes, we're going to have 82 postgame shows uh, for the Blackhawks this year. Yes, that is the main focus of, of this, but for the next two, three, four years, we're going to do a lot of prospects in the future, and it's fun. It's exciting yeah. because the NHL is not going to be fun or exciting, but what's coming will be. Hey, look, I can find
2: and this is going to be the challenge for for everybody is to find the moments that make watching the Hawks feel good. Mm -hmm. Right. Like if you don't focus on the wins and losses and you focus on the development, like, hey, look at that play Ian Mitchell made or, hey, you know, Lucas Reichel had his first multi-point game or whatever. Like All those little glimmers of hope you're going to find next season and beyond. That's what you should focus on. Right. Watch the individual players. Root like hell for Max Domi and Athanasiu to have fantastic years.
1: A great 60-game run.
2: Because I'll remind <laughs> you, the last time Max Domi was traded, uh, the Jackets got Aiden Hrushchuk. That was the return mm. for Max guy. Domi last time he was traded. So it's not going to be a first or a second for either of those guys. But if you can get a third or fourth-round pick or a, or a B-level a, a B-tier prospect, prospect yeah. cool. Another lottery ticket to scratch.
0: Nate Nate asked in the comments, I got him here on my iPad, do you have a guy in Rockford that can keep us up to date? We got plenty of guys in Rockford, Joey actually. Joey Zekczewski. Joey Z. Uh, I'm Nailed going it. to... Uh, uh, he'll probably be a regular contributor to our show. He's on board to
1: talk to us. Um, our friend uh, Joel Olmo uh, pops into the chat. From uh, now, listen, now, Mario now and, and, now and I
0: spent lots of days. I covered the Ice hogs for almost four seasons. Mario covered the Ice hogs for a couple of seasons. So, or as well, yes, we've got plenty of AHL sources and and people that are willing to come talk to us. We'll definitely we will cover the Ice Hawks better than anybody else in this city. I'll, <laughs> I will guarantee you that. That's good and. Uh, Let's see. There was something else I wanted to mention real quick. And yeah, one
1: one as you look up that comment. One thing I would say, if you have the means and ability, uh, a good investment would be an AHL TV subscription. If you don't live in the Rockford area and can watch the Ice Hogs on on local uh, television, get an AHL TV subscription, and uh, you'll be able to watch Ice Hogs games at your convenience. And it may be more entertaining than what you watch uh, on the uh, w- w- what you watch from or the Blackhawks. The At least this year. if
0: you're in the Chicago area, go see them when they play the Wolves. They'll play the Wolves six. They'll or play seven the times. Wolves yeah. you can thirty-five go see times. Buddy. You can be out there too. By <laughs> the you way, you to hear our buddy Chris Dubiel, who's in the chat. He's the the fine PA announcer for the Wolves. There you go. Um, so yeah, go see them play in Rosemont uh, six times a year. That so there's plenty of options on how to catch the future Blackhawks and be excited about it. This is where you this is when you want to attach yourself to a young player before he becomes big, so you can be like, hey, mm-hmm. I knew that kid. You I know, told you, Anton Babchuk
2: will be better than Duncan Keith. Yes, <laughs> <sighs> and they still pay me. It's unreal. Well, let's see.
0: Let's see. Let's see how that pans out. Still
1: time. Yeah, there's still, still time. Yeah,
0: Keith Keith is done, and
1: Babchuk
2: <laughs> might make a comeback. That's right. All right, before we wrap up, Greg, I have retired from play of the week because I was right last week, and I never want to be wrong. Uh, what's our what is our points bet play of the week
0: this week, my friend? Well, we are going to stick, since the Chicago Cubs won uh, your p- play of the week last week, and you're going to the Cubs game tonight. I figured to give you something else to watch for, and our points bet play of the week is starting pitcher Keegan Thompson. Over four and a half strikeouts against the New York Metropolitans. All right, Uh, right. 130 odds on those. That's pretty good. So five strikeouts from him, and uh, that would be... That's yourself
1: a a winning bet.
0: Yeah. Uh, We got a super chat here from Brandon. Uh, $2 super chat. Thank you. Can the Icehawks contend for the AHL championship? Maybe. AHL is such a weird
2: weird. freaking
0: league. You cannot really make a lot of predictions because guys, those rosters change daily. Mm-hmm. They, a, a guy is your leading scorer one game. The next game, he doesn't play for you again. Or you get a bunch of injuries. You get Your NHL team gets injuries, and all of a sudden, your top line is gone for three weeks. So yep. the AHL is so freaking hard to predict. But they should definitely be, based on some of the, those veterans they signed, uh, did they did they officially announce the David Gust move? I don't think that was official. It was not official, but people Sounds that I've like, talked yeah. to have There's said more that. More than that one is, person said that that's happening. That
1: is the uh, the sense um, that things are going. Th- to they're happen. Act-
0: they're they're paying attention to Rockford. They're not just treating them like they're well. We have to have an AHL mm-hmm. team, so I guess let's sign a guy. They're going to be much more competitive. This coming up here than they were last year, and they were a playoff team. And then Andre Sorensen is going to get a full season down there too. So, it's a good time to be a Rockford IceHogs fan. I'm happy for the people in Rockford. They've got some yeah, there loyal diehard fans. There'll be some that exciting. There. There'll be a lot more reason games. to ring those gosh darn cowbells in Rockford than in the past. But Ice hogs games are fun if you get a chance to make that trip out west to check them out. I recommend that to good entertainment value, and they'll be fun to watch. They'll win. They'll win some games. And uh, come playoff time, you know they should be they should be in the mix. But so much can change at the AHL level, no doubt. Uh, before we wrap up,
2: as I was looking to see if any hockey news broke while we were doing the show, I found this poll that the Chicago Sun Times is running. New general manager Kyle Davidson has made a flurry of moves as the Blackhawks rebuild. On the whole, so far, do you approve or disapprove? The options are approve, disapprove, or I'm on the fence. Thirty-one point two percent approve. 29.6% disapprove, 39.2% say they're on the fence. I'm glad we cleared that up. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, again, like, I to just feel the meatballs, like, had the Hawks gotten a single prospect for Debrinket, it would be totally different. People will not let that go.
0: I was – It doesn't matter. They could have got eight prospects for Debrinket, <laughs> and people would still be mad. Yeah,
2: probably. I,
1: I was able to speak with uh, with Larry Hawley up for WGN today, and he and he said – he asked me about the Debrinket trade and, and the doc trade and everything – and my point is on that. Put them together and look at the return. Debrinket and Doc, four first-round pick, first-round pick, second-round pick, third-round pick, future third-round pick. Together, that's not so bad. If you when you, when you pick and choose, yes, we we could we could be upset about the Debrinket return for the rest of our lives yeah, no if point. we wanted it doesn't to. Doesn't matter. It's but over, it won't right? it won't matter in back. the grand scheme of things. Take Kyle Davidson's moves. Con- Throwing the Hagel trade, smash them all together. Hagel trade, Flurry trade, Alex Nealander Muraz- for Murazic. Sam Lafferty. The Flipping, trade. Uh, yeah, Morazic and first and a,
0: and a starting goalie.
1: Put it all together. It's Pretty darn good. He is doing a decent job. It's it's a net win in the long run. All That's right. All I say. Well, let's tie it? a bow on this bad boy. We'll be back tomorrow.
2: I thought audio. you were about to
1: break the Phil Kessel news. No, I wish. we we do a whole other five hours on
2: that? Because I got thoughts of Phil Kessel's a Hawk. God, make
0: Doesn't it Doesn't seem likely, though. Please yeah. make it happen. Kyle we,
2: today was like, eh, we're pretty much done. Yeah. This is pretty much what you're looking at. I did see a Wiener Circle wrapper on his shoe when he walked in. So maybe that may <laughs> through in. the lot of the uh, Fifth Third Arena. You saw a uh, hot dog wrapper? <laughs> yeah. Um, tomorrow's show, audio only. It'll be published around 11 a.m. Uh, we have interviews with Frank Nazar, Drew Camesso, Nolan Allen, and Ethan Del Mastro. We want to thank the Blackhawks for making those things happen. Uh, they were recorded in the concourse of the Fifth Third Arena, so guest starring the air conditioner. Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: but we, well, yeah,
0: And random shots that went wide and hit the glass, <laughs> right, yeah. and yeah, random yeah. security guards, and...
2: Yeah, Tommy Hawk came in and tackled Mario today, yes. that was fun.
1: Yeah, I felt like, uh felt like a few years ago when he was in that little 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 scuffle, scuffle on the concourse. Yeah. But I will say the Hawks
2: today updated the schedule for tomorrow. If you can make it at 1015, they're doing five on five scrimmages, two 25-minute periods. It was going to be three on three. That's They just changed that. They changed it to five on five. So at 1015 tomorrow, Fifth Third Arena, uh, the Hawks will be scrimmaging five on five, two 25-minute periods with the running clock. So not a huge time investment. If you can get over there, there's street free,
1: parking free and open to the public.
2: Yeah. Yep. And I think I'm even though the we're going to record in the morning, I think I'm going to go over there. My daughter wants to see it. So I'm going to think I'm going to go as a fan tomorrow. So and you're there, yeah. there's Nesquik chocolate and strawberry in the vending machine. <laughs> yes. There you go. And I had a soul saving Snickers because I realized all I ate today was gum until we started doing <laughs> our interviews. I'm like, I should probably have food. So I had a Snickers and it was wonderful. So hopefully we'll see you out there tomorrow. But make sure you listen to tomorrow's episode with great interviews with some definite future Blackhawks on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. Have a great one.